Welcome to your Calm Parenting Toolbox, the podcast for parents who want to get the most out of their kids and themselves. Here's your host, parenting coach, Heather Lindsay. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Calm Parenting Toolbox. My name is Heather Lindsay, and I want to bring you this special episode today to celebrate the release of a children's book I've written all about helping parents talk to their kids about emotions. Today, I'd like to talk to you about why we need to talk to our kids about their emotions and how we can do it so it actually helps and makes a difference to their life, to ours and the family as a whole. So my new book, My Big Emotions, was released a few weeks ago and I've been really so excited to record this episode and share it with you all Many times on this podcast, in my blog, on social media, with my one-on-one clients and with parents in the circle of security courses that I facilitate, I talk about the need to address our children's emotion. Behavior is communication. It's a reflection of how our children are feeling at any one point in time. If we want to help our kids with their behavior, if we want to make change in our family as a whole, then we must address the underlying emotional state. Otherwise, focusing on behavior and trying to correct it is just like trying to put a band-aid on a broken leg. Might work for a very, very short period of time, but is definitely not a substitute for some more intensive and specific interventions. Now, emotions can be really hard for parents to deal with. They're often triggering and big and at times inconvenient in all the things that we need to do. I mean, let's be real. The last thing any parent needs to deal with when they've got a really busy day and things on their to-do list is a three-year-old having a massive tantrum because he can't have ice cream for breakfast. In our society, lots of adults struggle with their emotions. So it can be a really hard topic. So if you're listening to this episode and you're thinking, oh, I find it the hardest part about parenting, dealing with my kids' emotions. Trust me, you're not alone. Part of helping our kids with their emotions and in turn their behavior is actually trying to understand a little bit more about what's going on for our kids. So a bit more of a perception shift. So our kids, our beautiful children are only tiny little humans. You know, they're learning how to be and develop and they have this growing brain it's not fully formed. So it can't handle those intense emotions of anger, frustration, excitement, joy, or shame without support. Emotions are based in our nervous system, deep within different parts of the brain. You know, our cerebral cortex, our limbic system, and the amygdala are three of many areas of the brain that are involved in processing and regulating emotions. So while our child's brain size develops as they grow older, uh, approximately 90 to 95% of adult size by the time they're five years of age, the rational part of their brain, including the amygdala and its role in regulating emotions, is not fully developed until around, drumroll, 25 years of age. 
So a three-year-old child cannot simply turn on and off their emotions. They can't regulate them completely independent of adult help or think logically about the consequences of their actions because their brain is simply underdeveloped. They can't do it because their brain literally won't let them. Now, a full discussion of brain development um, and the neurobiology of emotions is certainly outside of the scope of this podcast. But I want to just talk to you about how even though our child's brain is still growing and developing and how their understanding of emotions and the world around them is slowly deepening in complexity, it doesn't mean that we as parents don't have to help them in that journey or can't play a really influential role in helping them along that journey of understanding their emotions and developing emotional regulation. Now, the research is clear that children who have more support from their parents and caregivers with their emotions learn to process and regulate them both in the moment and overall quicker than children who are left without as much support. Now, all of this might be making perfect sense to you, but you also might be thinking, well, Heather, how do I actually support my child with their emotions in the moment? What am I actually supposed to do when my child is yelling and screaming or threatening to hit and kick me or slamming the door or yelling at their brother or sister? This podcast is all about practical steps. I always try to be practical to give you things that you can implement today after listening to this. So it makes sense that any book that I created would be practical, of course. So My Big Emotions is a children's book, but it's just as much for parents as it is for children. One of the best tools that we have as parents in our parenting toolbox to help our children with their emotions and emotional development is language. We teach our kids about emotions through language. A child cannot say that they are happy without knowing the word happy and what it means. The same with angry or frustrated or scared or brave with all of the emotions. The first step that we need to do with our child, regardless of their age, the earlier the better, but it's never too late to start, is to teach them the words they need to express themselves. You know, just like how we had, you know, little children, babies and toddlers, you know, we spoke to them about the world around them. We named things so they learnt what the word chair was or what a table was, what getting dressed meant or brushing their teeth was or or simply the names mum or dad. We have to do the same with our kids and their emotions. However, it's more complex than simply saying happy, sad, scared, or angry. You know, these can be a great place to start, but as our child gets older, they need more words to express themselves as their world becomes more complicated. And this is where my big emotions comes in. So using the ABCs, it's perfect for young children, you know, toddlers, preschoolers, and early school-aged kids. It was born out of, you know, some of my own frustrations I have with my children and their emotions. I wanted to come up with a variety of different words that could help parents teach their children common emotions that their kids experience 
frequently as part of their journey of being a kid. So it's emotions such as curious and envious, grateful, kind-hearted, puzzled, secure, vulnerable and zany, to name a few. Different words for a variety of different emotions, common emotions that children experience in their daily life. Each page is brightly illustrated, of course. It's got to be attractive for those little kids by my amazing illustrator, Charlotte, who managed to capture the experience of each emotion just as how a child would experience it. So as you read a book like this to your child, you introduce them to different scenarios and names for the emotions. And through that process, you are supporting the development of their emotional vocabulary. When we support their vocabulary and give them the words to express how they are feeling, then they are more likely going to be able to express what's going on for them. When you ask what they're feeling, why they are upset, when you ask that question, as all of us parents do so often, what's wrong? They will actually be more likely to have the words to express how they feel. And when they have the words to tell you how they feel, you can then respond specifically to the situation. You can address the specific underlying need and therefore bring about a resolution to the process. You also teach them that it's safe to share their emotions with you, meaning that as they grow older and into more tricky years, pre-teens and teenage years, where emotions are big things, just like in little years, just much more complex, they will still turn to you because they know that it's safe to express their emotions. I wish that I had a magic wand and I could wave it over every family and for every parent and child out there to help them instantly learn how to say what they are feeling, but I don't. What I can give you is a practical process to help your child develop the words that they need to express themselves. What you need to do, you need to talk to them. Ask them about their emotions. Sometimes you might have to guess what they're feeling in order to help teach them the words. So phrases and questions such as, are you feeling a little scared after reading that book before bedtime and maybe you're a bit worried about what might be in the closet while you're asleep? Oh, I can see how excited you are to go to the party tomorrow. That big smile on your face and you bouncing up and down is such a big giveaway. Or something like, oh, that must have really hurt when you bumped your head on the table. You know, it's okay to feel a little upset and have some pain. Let me help you feel better. So these are really simple statements. You know, you're leading a child into exploring their emotions related to a specific situation. And then that's how they learn the words to associate it to what's going on and learn that you're going to be responsive to them. So to help you in the process, that's where my big emotions comes in. So I'd invite you to pop over to either the Blissed Out Mums website or visit my dedicated website for the book, which is www.mybigemotions.com.au and grab your copy of the book to help you in the process. 
Now, kids love to see themselves in books, uh, to be able to relate characters in their lives, to have stories that they really identify with. Each of the emotions in the book also have a definition so that if you're reading it and you're a bit stuck about how to describe the emotion to the child, if they ask, oh, what's that one? Then I've given you a little helping hand at the back. And I've designed it so that you read through the emotions, you name them, you associate it with the experience that's going on in the picture, and then you link it to things that are happening in their life, uh, whether it's current or, you know, potentially in the future or things that you can draw along from the past to teach them about, you know, the appropriate way to behave and to respond to a situation where they feel something. You know, you could say something like, oh, it's lovely to see how curious you are about what's in the garden. It's just like in the book we read together the other night where the boy was looking under the rock for the crab. Do you remember that? The more we go through this process of talking to our kids about their emotions, and there are certainly plenty of opportunities in the emotional life of a child, the more supported our children are in their emotions. And as I mentioned before, the quicker they will learn how to understand, process and regulate them on their own. And what parent doesn't want that? I'm not going to go through every emotion in the book because I'd love for it to be a beautiful surprise for you. So visit the website mybigemotions.com.au for even more information on the book and how to use it with your child and to grab your copy of it. I would also love to offer you a special discount for listening to this episode, for being here with me on this podcast. It's wonderful to receive all the emails from the listeners. I do try and respond to them as quickly as possible. So remember that you can always reach out to me. So as a special discount, I'd love to offer you 10% off. So when you go through the checkout, just put the special code podcast in and it will take that 10% off the price for you. So that's just my little thank you to you for being here. As always, as I've said, I love to hear from parents. So if you have any questions about how you support your child's emotional development or specific problems that you're having with them, then please don't hesitate to email me at heather at blissedoutmums.com.au. You know, thank you so much for letting me introduce my book to you. It's been a dream to be able to bring something so practical right into the homes of parents around the world. You know, dreams do really come true, even in the middle of a global pandemic. So I will sign off for this episode. As always, take care, happy parenting, and I will see you in the next one. Bye for now.